You're listening to the Black Box Music Podcast with Brian and Nick, where we're talking to artists about what it's like to get your music heard in the ever-changing music industry, uh, how it is to use tools like social media and other platforms as an independent artist in a changing music business. Today we're sitting down with Italian shoegaze artists Rev Rev Rev. Laura and Sebastian give us a little insight of the challenges of being a shoegaze band in a small town called Modelo, but also the advantages of being so close to the rest of Europe and the UK to do some touring where they've created a thriving fan base. Here's a little bit more from Rev 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 now. Welcome to the Black Box Music Podcast. We're sitting down today with Rev 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 uh, from Modella, Italy. What we know about you guys so far is you've best been described as a psychedelic shoegazy music band. I've seen a bit of your videos and stuff. It seems the light show fits the sound as well. Um, you guys had songs like Catching Buzz that was off your self-titled EP that you released in 2013. You became darlings of the likes of BBC Six and Clash Magazine. Uh, you've shared the stage with one of me and Nick's favorites, Jesus and Mary Chain along with Brian Jonestown Massacre and others, you were invited to play the Cosmosis Music Festival out in Manchester, England. We're gonna hear more about that in a bit. Uh, fast forward to 2019, you guys did some touring. You released your full length album, if I'm gonna mispronounce this, Kikion? Kikion, I think. Yeah. Kikion. But, but we're not sure, we're not sure either. So. <laughs> it's not Italian, it's Greek. So we'll roll with Kikion, but you toured on it. We got, to, got you guys to come over to America. You played South by Southwest and uh, yeah. you caught the ears and eyes of uh, NPR's Bob Boylan and became mm -hmm. a featured artist on his South by Southwest wrap-up show. Brett's how we heard of you is from South by Southwest. So thanks for, welcome to the show, Rev, Rev, Rev. We have Laura. And Sebastian. Hi. Hi. Thank Thanks you. very much for having us. Hey Absolutely. Pleasure's ours. Yeah. Thanks for joining. Um, so let's start off with where you guys are at. You're in Italy right now. What's yeah. uh what's it like there? I know that you know, right now we're recording this and uh Italy had a had a kind of a rough time. We're having a rough time now in America with the mm -hmm. COVID, but what what's it like? Um, for you guys personally and like what's it going what's going on with with things over there and then we'll we'll jump into how the music business fits into it it was uh, quite uh, quite tough for, for uh, both as a country and and also personally because yeah. uh, you know uh, lockdown was uh, quite uh, long uh, like uh, right. three months yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, so we haven't been meeting with uh, the other uh, half of the band uh, for uh, like three months yeah four months wow. yeah but it, lo it looks so like crazy. you guys it looks like you guys are kind of holed up or in quarantine together so that's yeah. <laughs> half the band if you will yeah. maybe okay. maybe some ideas or something's been coming out uh, maybe but yeah. uh... <laughs> i i have been working a little bit um yeah <laughs> much because i'm a doctor <laughs> oh, wow. oh okay wow <laughs> well tell us more about what what it's like and i know we, we're here to talk music but what is, what like is it but we're curious yeah <laughs> we're yeah curious. what's it what do you what do you think from a doctor's perspective um is the 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 future or are you feeling optimistic oh, are you feeling wow. pessimistic <laughs> tough one <laughs> 
<laughs> really? Um, I, I mean, a lot of epidemiologists um, made uh, um, hypotheses that were all wrong. <laughs> really? So I'll be one more <laughs> uh, saying wrong uh, things. Um, maybe I think there uh, there will be some more uh, spikes. Hopefully, yeah. not so much like the first time, but we'll see. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's we're we're currently having a bunch of spikes in America mm. um, because we finally released most of the lockdowns here, mm-hmm. and then everybody went crazy. A lot of young people went out doing whatever. Nobody's wearing masks. And it's just, and our, our leadership is having a tough time actually leading. So um, we have this idea. And then uh, I don't know what it's like in, in Italy, but we have like a big group of people who just don't want to wear a mask and feel like it's like <laughs> against their rights Which- as citizens which is absolutely ridiculous. Like we have to, in America, wear a seatbelt when we drive cars, right? It's, yeah. an Ill- it's illegal <laughs> not to, of right? <laughs> and that's for our own safety that we don't kill ourselves while we drive. Now, for the same exact reason, we're supposed to be wearing these masks when we go outside so that we can get the economy going again, so that we can get, a semblance of movement in our lives again but um you know it's just it's just not not quite working i'll be right back hold on continue to talk (laughs) yeah it's crazy that we think we could just open everything up when there's no vaccine that's what i'm paranoid about you know so but i'm no health expert i'm definitely no health expert so yeah, you know, we I'll move let's move it on to to the music space, right? But I just thought But you guys you know, were hammered. It is interesting to know what happened, you know. Yeah. Um so what's the uh, what do you guys think about the the live music scene? Do you think it's going to be coming back anytime in Italy or mm-hmm. what's what's that like? It's trying it's uh, hardly trying to restart. But, you know, we currently have uh, just a bunch of shows uh, just in big cities and they are like uh, with uh, social distancing. So people have to stay seated and uh, distance from one another. And uh, so it's not uh, not quite the same. Yeah, you know? it's complicated. <laughs> yeah. And you guys started touring kind of like the end of last year and you were playing some shows in early 2020, right? Did you have like... Half yeah. your year canceled? Did you have to cancel yeah, a lot did. of shows? No, not a lot. Just a weekend in Germany mm. and uh, Milan, <laughs> mm-hmm. which it's was a, like the... <laughs> the most affected city. Yeah. So going back, you know, I, when I first heard about you guys and heard your first early sets of music, it was, it was catching a buzz. You know, that I found mm-hmm. that on some South by Southwest compilation or something. Hmm. Okay. Um, how did you guys like how did you guys form you know 2013 you've been at it seven years um is the is there is it still the original members where'd you start walk us through a little bit of like where the band started how you got your sound and how you got to where you're at right now 
Okay. Okay. Um, we formed in uh, um, 2013, actually, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, I was playing the bass, and now I'm singing and playing guitars and uh, scenes. And um, Sebastian was uh, was there, <laughs> still playing the guitar. Drinking a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we had a different drummer and a different singer. Then, uh, just when we were recording, the um, singer left, <laughs> and mm, uh, <laughs> I, I re-sang the, the tracks, and that's the story. <laughs> Excellent. Nice. Well, that's kind of cool. So you kind of stumbled upon being a front person when yeah. you really... <laughs> <laughs> that's great. The cat. Oh, cat. The cat. The cat invasion. <laughs> See, the cats, they like to jump right onto the keys, but it looks like you maintain... <laughs> We, we All functionality, the... which is good. Nice grab. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so that, yeah, so yeah. just, just timeline-wise, that was 2013, right? Yeah. That yeah. you recorded that that record. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yes. And then, and then you guys got what? What? What was like the start when when you recorded the record? Like, what we like to talk about on on this podcast a lot is is the sort of peaks and valleys for for musicians what are the things that made the difference you know you recorded a record what mm -hmm. helped it get out there like what was the thing that you guys did that get made a tour a, on it get a you know a big break it, on a magazine or whatever yeah just yeah like what was the the turning point or what was the device or I have to be honest, to be honest, probably it was uh, the right timing, you know, because the, um, the so-called uh, Shugate Revival was uh, just uh, starting and uh, we, did, we didn't know it. We, we were just doing what we liked to do. Uh, you know, we were into My Bloody Valentine and just Mary Jane and such stuff. But uh, we thought that what we were doing was completely... Uh, uh, out, out of fashion, fashion you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, instead, uh, it happened that um, uh, Shugate Revival became a thing and uh, we, we had the right timing and so we, we, we were on the wave, you know, on the... On the mm -hmm. Somebody yeah, had the stars uh, because of this, this thing. So th that's no. great. And then like catching a buzz kind of became the favorites of a couple big media outlets over there yeah. clash yeah. magazine bbc6 how did you get like to that recognition was it just chance or did you guys go after it um we we got in touch with um a person trying to found a um, new new label and uh, he was um, an ex pr of a big label mm. and so he had uh, some good contacts yeah. like uh, steve lamarck uh, and yeah someone at clash uh, and so on and uh yeah i think uh, it was uh him <laughs> yeah probably yeah. we, That's we cool. just did a single with uh with him and then the label faded but uh, yeah it was so uh, that that guy that guy knew what he was doing he knew how to release a single and get pro from at press and he yeah, he contacts. did. And yeah. after that, he stopped uh, the job. But yeah, uh, yeah. he tried. <laughs> so, but it worked, right? At least that first. Yeah, for us it worked. <laughs> That's cool. What um, what happened next for you guys after that? Like, mm -hmm. you got that initial buzz. You got those 
those placements and those and you got into those places what happened next for you as a band what was your next milestone like what what did you do after that that made a big difference for you i think we it was a big difference when we understood that we could tour a lot uh, abroad because in italy um shoegaze isn't a thing yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean a little bit but uh, you can't go very far mm-hmm. so when when we realized that it was actually easier to book a tour uh, in the uk or uh, mm-hmm. france or switzerland then in italy it was done mm-hmm. <laughs> and I we imagine touring. yeah sorry go ahead i would imagine you guys go over great in the uk mm. <laughs> yeah yeah it works so you when did the uh, Jesus you guys oh you guys played with Jesus Mary Chain right yeah festival, uh, yeah. festival, festival. yeah at the festival okay did you guys did you meet the band no did you get a chance to meet them uh, I, we, I met, we watched their uh, sound check <laughs> yeah it was very cool very I've cool. met him a couple times a friend of mine was married to William for a while uh, oh really they, they had a kid together um, cool so they were around martin used to know but it was like they were they're around nice guys you know nice guys is definitely. that is that how you got all the jesus and mary chain shirts and stuff that i always see you wearing no that was an ex-girlfriend got me those shirts oh excellent okay, okay. but she was a huge fan and she so when when that was around she was around your friend she was happy Oppa. to go see him what's that your friend uh, isn't of sandwell <laughs> no actually oh, no. she lives in thailand after, now after hope yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um and then what's the mu- what's it like being a musician in Italy? Just yeah, right. kind of <laughs> Um we are like uh kids. Yeah. <laughs> kids forever. Yeah. It keeps you young. Rock and roll keeps you young. It really does. <laughs> what what's the expectation cuz like you know, I've been, I was telling you guys before the call that I, I lived in, in Florence and Firenze for about six months uh, uh-huh. years ago. And then, you know, I've been back a few times just uh, on my travels and, and I, I love Italy. My family's from Sicily, part of my family's oh, from no. Sicily. Um, a little town called Calasciabetta, like very little tiny it's like I mean, <laughs> there's like one clap in the background <laughs> Calachalapa. i'm pretty sure i'm sure i'm pretty sure that they're one of those cities that's like like i was reading an article about italy uh these towns in italy like southern italy where you can buy the house for a dollar and yeah. you just have to agree to spend twenty thousand on renovating the home over the first three years to help like revive the the city you know because everybody's left and so i i I think that that's what the town that my my ancestors gave them is kind of like that where not much there not much opportunity which is why they left in the first place but um in the bigger cities there's there's so much more vibrant like Mm -hmm. vibe and and i've seen so many different music festivals a lot of them were like pumping like um like dance music right so being a rock band in italy has got to be um you know make you feel like very special because 
yeah, very, very different. Weird. Very weird. <laughs> Is weird the word? Okay. Well, um, and then how many, op- so you're saying that there's not just that much opportunity to play shows. So you guys found going to Europe to be the better way to go. And yeah, especially, and then, you know, touring in Europe around from Italy is not nearly as hard as it would be for an American band to get over to Europe because you guys can literally drive to, uh, you can drive into Europe and go yeah. all over yeah, everywhere you want, or you can jump on a train and mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um, is that how you guys do it? Do you pile in a van with all the gear and drive it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, a big car. No, we have a big, a big car, car. Uh, especially no, for Mm-hmm. But it's great because all probably you can route a tour in, in England and Europe where everything's only like an hour and a half drive away. Like in America, it sucks, especially if you're on the West Coast, like us, we're in Southern California, right by Mexico, San Diego. You can go to LA two hours away, but from LA, your next shot is like San Francisco. Which is like, <laughs> so far, you know, and in that distance, you can go London down to Brighton, over to, you know, Manchester, yeah. Liverpool, Reeds, Le- Leeds, Reading. Yeah, so it's more. all an hour. So it's, it's, that's a really, you know, that's great. You guys can capitalize on that. Um, <laughs> but so I, I want to get back to when you started the band, like you were listening, I heard you mention My Bloody Valentine. Was that, like, what was the records that you listened to that made you say, I want to be in a band, I want to do something like this, you know? I say, uh, probably Ringo, uh, Ringo the Star first one. Color okay. Time, you know, yeah. because, uh, you know, um, when you listen to uh, the, the bands like uh, My Bloody Valentine, uh, etc., uh, you don't think you can be there because uh, they're too uh, big, uh, too great, uh, too, too far away from you, no? Um, mm-hmm. Then you, you see um, a band of uh, young guys Talent, very talented guys, but uh, young and uh, doing it now. <laughs> doing it now, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And you see, maybe I, I could try. Why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, color trip uh, made yeah, uh, probably. Play probably. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, that's a, a real quick. Just on that point, you know, I, Brian and I are both musicians, and you know, you run into people like, how do you make music? I don't know. It's never never been like that foreign you know you just figure out an instrument yeah. and you play it mm-hmm. and it's you know you keep getting better you're not good at the beginning but that's a that's a great way to be like if that person's doing it then so can i mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of the beginning of most of anybody who plays music this is um, fun to jump in out. yeah jump in bro I, I was gonna take it somewhere else from there yeah no i was just gonna say like my bloody valentine i've heard i've heard the band I, you know, I, I never really understood them. I'll be 100% honest. I've heard a couple of things that are really good. But I've, they're also all over the map. Like, if you were to tell somebody, check out My Bloody Valentine, what would be the record? I should check, like, as a, like the California roll or the, you know, or the, you know, the, your intro to sushi would be the California roll. Your marinara, you know? like, you know, red sauce pa- yeah. pasta. What's the most your basic spaghetti version? and meatballs. Mm-hmm. What's the, like, <laughs> check this out. This is the one you need to hear. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know because uh, um, most people uh, prefer Loveless, uh, Loveless. but <laughs> I, I don't recommend it because it's, um, 
I love it, but uh, it's uh, really overproduced. So it's something uh, um, you you may not like. Okay. Uh, I, I say more uh, isn't anything. Isn't anything is the second album, uh, uh, first album first maybe, album. because the, the the other ones were a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more rock. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, dirtier. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. I see what you're I, saying. I'll check them out. I got a question. So, the sound of your band, how did you guys fall on that sound? What are the influences that you guys brought in? Or was there a record that everybody in the band was like, we all love this one band? And that was the thing that put you guys together. That's a tough one. It's a tough one because. Um, uh, um, the the rhythmic session uh, uh, section has uh, different influences, but uh, uh, maybe. Greta loves my bloody body. Yeah, Greta. Yeah, but not Andrea. Not Andrea. Not Andrea. Maybe I don't know who Andrea. Interesting. See, you guys. That's a good answer because you basically don't have a band that. Everyone in particular. (laughs) That happens. What um how did you guys who who designs the sound then? Is it is it the two of you that are more in control of the overall sound? Yeah, probably I'm uh, the I'm responsible for all uh, our uh, (laughs) (laughs) crimes of the noise. Nice, very cool. That's great. Um, when uh, I, I'm going to take this into like the social media realm, if if you don't mind. So, well, stuff we ask bands is is like, how do you guys manage? Think about social media. Every part of the world has has a different view and use, right? Mm-hmm. In America. It's everything right now. It's basically Spotify plays and Instagram followers and now TikTok yeah. followers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like in South America, uh, with a band that we talked about, talked with a, I don't know, a couple episodes ago, Facebook was still very important there, right? Um, mm-hmm. Twitter's still really important for certain, certain genres and certain groups of, of, mus- of like fans and musicians. What, which one do you guys really like? Do you like any of them? How do you use it? Give us your give us your insights. Uh, we the the one we use the most is Facebook, I think, Sid. because uh, for our again the cat. <laughs> there goes the cat. <laughs> for That's our, so great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> for old people like us, it's quite uh, relevant still. Facebook and um, Instagram is for uh, younger here. <laughs> okay, I gotcha. Okay, well that's that's interesting. Um, yeah, so how do you use Facebook then? Do you announce your shows? Do you guys do a daily thing? Do you say stuff on a daily basis, weekly? How do you Uh-oh. use it for? No, we are a, a little bit. Mm, I don't know, not so <laughs> dedicated. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we announce okay. the shows, and sometimes we do a post <laughs> mm-hmm. when we have something to say. And sure. uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, M- mainly when we tour or uh, when we have uh, new stuff, uh, 
but uh, we, it happens that uh, we don't share anything for uh, one month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, some boring. some people use it now like an instrument. You know, I mean, if you know, you could argue that you have unlimited eyes and ears on a daily basis to stay active and engaged with, and really, you know, kind of take control of your own marketing angle, if you will, as an independent artist. You know, yeah. but then there are some people that, yeah, don't don't. You know, I mean, I come from a generation where bands used to be mysterious. You know, you had to kind of go buy the album yeah. and, and, and fish through the liner notes and, you know, and yeah. that was engagement back then, yeah. you know, and nowadays it's check it out. I like my eggs a little bit runny in the morning, <laughs> making my coffee, you know, sometimes, it's, sometimes it's too much, but too much. a, a yeah. band, but a band that I love or an artist that I love, I'd like to think that when I go on social media, they're there. You know, mm. I want to I wanna continue. I want to hear music. I want to, in a time like now where there's no live shows, I want to see a yeah. live performance That's from probably. Rev, Rev, Rev in, in their studio. You know, things like that. D- does any of that ever cross your mind? Like, have you thought about a live performance or, um, you know, promoting old music, new music in, in this time? Yeah, the live performances, we... We did uh, we did one, but it's just the two of us because we we couldn't meet mm-hmm. <laughs> during the lockdown. So uh, it was a um, quite hard mm-hmm. because we, we don't like it because uh, you know our sound is uh, mainly about uh, world of sound about uh, something big. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we really need uh, for uh, us. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, just one guitar cannot do the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah 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 now there's a that there's certain genres that have a hard time with the live streaming like version because the sound is so important that wall of sound doesn't come across on a iphone you know like yeah. it just doesn't yeah. doesn't it doesn't work so you have to use you know like a studio setup to catch it and then it's still not coming across because everybody's listening on their iPhone, yeah. right? <laughs> and it's like, so there's there's like this technology gap, I believe, that right now where like the idea of live streaming musicians is really cool, right? It's yeah. There's a lot of potential. <laughs> the fact that you guys don't have to tour, get in a van, spend the money to pay for the gas to get to the show that probably doesn't pay a bunch, right? Like we, you can supplement and keep your fan base interested um, in the meantime, like more often. And you have more, it gives, there's a positive side of it, but I think that the technology hasn't caught up on the consumer side yet. Yeah. Like everybody's speakers aren't massive and coming through from the live show. That would be pretty cool. You know, if like it gets good enough where you're sitting on at home watching TV and you just flip on the, the live show streaming network is probably what what it'll be. And, you know, your favorite band's playing at X time. And so you're going to go watch it and you're going to be prepared with your speakers, you know, and all that. But yeah. but for now, it's, you know, it, the intimate performances seem to come across a lot better because that's the that's the that's what's being able to be captured unless you're a hip-hop guy and 
you can just plug in, you know, a lot of those backing tracks can, can come across without any mm-hmm. loss, but, um, yeah, I, some of it's cool. I've seen some live DJ sets, which I really thought would be the most boring thing to ever check out and engage, but people are so creative with their visuals and, you know, yeah. um, the text that comes up. Now we're going over to DJ Cam and it'll fade <laughs> out to another Zoom feed of a guy, you know, and. It it was kind of cool, but I couldn't imagine seeing like Depeche Mode unplugged or something. You know, I think it has to be about the. But the I sound think Depeche Mode could probably pull it off because they have songs. You're you're you know? right. Yeah, you're right. There could be a, probably a way, but it wouldn't be like you know Depeche Mode. And the it guy would have the, to be, and that's what the, I'm saying. Like Rev 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 could do a version. <laughs> of not so wall of sound maybe i don't know pull back the curtain <laughs> yeah some some songs maybe <laughs> it'd be nice but uh, i also think that it's important to for the listener to be there in that moment you know mm-hmm. uh, it's not the same to be in your uh, in your dinner room uh, uh, or uh, or to be in the club uh, i think it's a uh, bathtub it's glass of wine yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Personal experience. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you though. I do. It's, there's something about like pumping all this, like these decibels into somebody's body that that yeah. visceral experience of mm-hmm. a live show, yeah. you know, no one is going to be at their house and just crank up the volume. No. It hurts. <laughs> there's something about being at a live show it's like yeah this would never fly in my own car or in my house but totally (laughs) i'm 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 willing to let you beat me with the sound right now it's just Um, and and obviously it it doesn't compare but we're in a time right now where yeah the body to body (laughs) live loud concert experience is probably a fucking year away you know it's not four months away you know, so it's like, what do us, you know, I'm a musician too, but I'm also a fan. You know, I, I love watching live music. How do we get our fix? I'm sick of watching live YouTube videos or performances past. I want to see, <laughs> <some, laughs> see some new shit, you know? So, you know, I don't know. I think it's just, you know, figuring it out in a weird time. Um, you know, so social media was really new to me and my band, you know, we, we, we worked the radio game. That's just how it was. You sign a record deal to get access to a PR machine and get access to um, radio beacons, literally people sharing your sound to groups of people and see who goes to what record stores, you track where your sales are and you build a tour around that. That was the business of music for as long as we know it. But fast forward 2009, Spotify is now, you know, arguably closing record shops, definitely putting the CD in, into the endangered species list. Um, Which is you know, good because plastic is terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, good things and bad things happen, but undeniably there's a shift. As a musician myself, what do you mean I got to take fucking pictures and keep a daily log of what I'm doing every day now on a social media channel? What? <laughs> but if you're a musician that started today, 
this is commonplace. You need to know how to be present on social media just as well as you know how to write and record a song. It's I got a I got a facet. question. I got a question based on what you just said, Brian. So mm-hmm. ba- clearly the mu- musicians have to shift into this new environment, right? Social media is not going anywhere for now. And and the COVID crisis never didn't help anything, right? So what what bands do you guys see that are doing it well, like that are doing this more in in your in your view the bands that you follow anybody doing it well that you like interesting Uh, i think the underground youth Mm. a few good performances Mm. and uh yeah i Have you guys have you guys watched any of the Twitch concerts? Yeah. Yes. A bit. Wh- no, which is your so which, is your, <laughs> totally which is your favorite one? Uh, underground Do for uh, really good and also mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, Juju Juju was ah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, he's from Sicily, by the way. Oh, yeah. J-U-J-U? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also... Elicon? Oh, Elicon were good. Ooh. From Scotland. Okay. See, this, this is how we find out about new stuff. Ah, okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's how I've always found out about bands is through friends of ours that you know, are in bands. We all mm-hmm. find it for each other. So going forward, what's, I know, yeah, it's, it's really hard to say what's next when you're an artist with, we don't know when you're going to be able to tour. Um, you don't know when you're going to be able to get all your bodies in the same room and get creative how you guys are used to. But anything on the horizon that our listeners and, you know, us here at Black Box's fans can look forward to from you guys, any new music, um, any new video, anything like that coming out? Mm. New music, maybe. <laughs> New music, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, during the lockdown period, uh, I made some demos, but just uh, g- guitar and uh, and uh, <laughs> garage band things. So you know. Sweet. That's uh, awesome. uh, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll find a way to to rehearse again with the band and uh, give shape to this uh, stuff. You know. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Hey, what's that poster in the background? That's a Rev 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 poster, the yellow one. We have a couple. I'll show you. Yeah. It's from Madrid de Ruido. It's a small festival in Madrid, Spain. Ah, cool. Excellent. So, how's Madrid as a as an audience? Are they pretty cool, Spain? Sorry. How how is it? How is playing for the Madrid audience? Are they? Ah, cool. Very cool. Very cool. I've actually yeah. I played there a, bu- a at least four or five times. There was um, Pal- Palacio de Olimpico, I think it's called, or Olimpico de Palacio. Um, it was a gr- big arena, but we did some club shows there too. We'd um, always do like Barcelona, Madrid, and Portugal on a run, but Madrid would be kind of home home base because you can drive yeah. just like 
<laughs> little bit to Barcelona and a little bit to Portugal. But yeah, I never, um, I never really understood Madrid when I was there. I liked uh, of Spain. I think. Um, yeah, I don't know Barcelona. Barcelona's was, a better representation of what you Granada. think Spain is. Granada was really interesting if you spend time there. That's a very different place. Nice. Yeah, with the more Moorish like uh structures and and the history there. It's pretty cool. Um what about uh what about that yellow one? That's another concert, the one from behind on the uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It was a concert in um, France, Amiens, Amiens, I think. Amiens, Amiens. yeah. It was um, a squat, basically, a small uh, venue. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's great. So nice. this so, is great. So where, where can our listeners find out more about you? Obviously, we got Rev 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 on Spotify. Um, yeah. But what about if we want to find you on social, where does everybody go to find you? Uh, Facebook. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram. And just type in Rev Rev Rev. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah, we we are easy to find. Excellent. Very uh, cool. One more question that's going to take maybe a couple minutes off, but I really do want to get more information. So, what do you think that the the live sh concert festival circuit's going to be like in Europe um, over the next year? Because clearly, America can't get their act together. So. But it seems like the European countries have done a good job of 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 bringing the the COVID uh, spread down pretty well, at least from what I read. Maybe um, some countries, uh, yes, but not Italy. Not Italy. <laughs> now, now, yes, yeah. but we, yeah. I don't we see that, that happening like, anytime so you, soon. So you don't think in the next year? No. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I don't I'm know. asking the Europeans. Maybe right? next spring. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know the the COVID thing is uh, double because you have the the pandemic, so the health problem, but also the economic problem. The, the crisis. Yeah. And uh, some countries, like uh, you know Germany or other countries, are uh, uh, investing a lot of money to keep the economy working, going. going. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, not Italy, unfortunately. So we are afraid mm. that uh, uh, we have no money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, yeah, many yeah. venues are closing, so yeah. it will be sad. <laughs> yeah, there's a famous uh, venue in LA called the Troubadour that's huh? uh, in danger of being um, shut down right now. So oh, I did not a bunch know of people that. Are, a bunch of people are booking shows there. But what the problem is that they were booking the shows, but LA just closed off all... <laughs> All bars of any kind got shut down again, just like two days ago. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it remains to be seen what 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 happens. But yeah, a lot of the cool clubs, the ones that you know that we all loved, like San Diego's got a place called the Casbah. You know, LA's got a bunch of cool ones, and I'm sure everybody has theirs. You know, in big towns, and it's the the place where all the great bands started at. But um, you know. CBGB went away. It's no yeah. longer. So things things do change. But um, let's hope for a better future, right? Yeah. <laughs> we can all more more live yeah. music future. And uh, definitely keep us updated on new songs. And if you guys are doing live anything live streaming, let us know. We're happy to 
to let our people know about it and, and tune in ourselves and for sure. Thank you very for much. For sure, we'd love it. Well, cool, before we let you guys go, we want to send everybody out with um, one of your tunes to get it, uh, their for best first impression of Rev, Rev, Rev. What song are we going to play out with? What about One Illusion is very much like another? Great. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we look Excellent, forward guys. to it. We look forward to keeping in touch with you guys and seeing what's next. And uh, really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us, guys. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. All right, Sebastian. <laughs> Thank you guys. We'll see you guys. Sure. Take care. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.